What's up, Team Supreme? Hope everybody's doing good. Hope everybody's having a good day. We are going to do some great training today. I didn't dress up for anyone. Got my t-shirt, sitting in my home office, chilling out. We uh, just got the whole yard landscaped, and it's kind of funny because the hurricane's coming through this weekend, so everything that looks good in my yard, probably going to get blown over to my neighbor's yard uh, before the weekend's over, but uh, at least it'll look good for two days, maybe three days. We've got a ton of stuff. We are going to cover reverse prospecting. We're going to cover the 25K gift. We're going to cover the postcards. Hey, Ivan, what's up, man? We're going to cover the address labels, email signature. We're going to cover a lot of marketing stuff today and just some other stuff as well. We typically try to keep these to about 20 to 25 minutes long. And what I love about Facebook Live is that it's real personal. Even though we're not physically together, we, I, I, you can at least see me. I can't see you. But uh, you can kind of connect with the person, and it allows you to train a lot of people at once rather than just one person at a time. And it's just, to me, that's just another way of working smart. So let's get into it. First thing I want to talk about postcards. This is where the magic happens. I love talking about postcards. This is my little postcard. It says, Get Healthy and Wealthy, Chuck Holmes, CEO of Fun. It's got my home office number, it's got my email. It's got a website that I track just to my, for my postcards so I know where people are coming from. And then it says, if you're looking to lose weight, improve your health, or earn extra money, I can help you visit my website to learn more about the products and the opportunity. Now, these postcards I got on Vistaprint. That's vistaprint.com. And I think I paid 75 or $76 for like 1000 So it was a really good deal. And I try to mail three a day, so these last that'll last me about a year. Now, I do other postcards as well that are more um, generic. I just order those that are not in yet, but when those come in, I'll do a video about that. What I have found has worked very good. And just to give you a perspective, I just signed up another guy today who placed an order instantly. I'm going to tell you about this guy in a minute uh, by sending him a postcard. So these postcards, how I use them, well, there's a lot of different ways uh, you can use them. When you meet someone sharp, you can write a quick little note says, uh, hey, Ivan, it was a pleasure meeting you today. Um, this is the business that I do. I know you would crush it at it. And then I stick a little 35 cent postcard stamp on it. I handwrite their address. I handwrite that little message. And I try to send about three a day. That's Monday through Friday. I don't do them on the weekend. So that's about 15 a week. And what I have found is, because it's personalized and because it's handwritten, people just read it. I mean, truthfully, how many handwritten things do you get in the mail nowadays? It gets people's attention. And just because you took the time to write that two or three second, uh, two or three sentences, which probably took you 15 seconds, it's personalized. And it really stands out with all the other crap in the mail, like their overdue bills, solicitations for stuff. You know, people don't get that many postcards a day, let alone a week or a year. So how I use these, I, I I do some 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 uh, white hat kind of stuff, some ninja stuff. But so we'll cover that. So how I use these? Typically, one postcard a day I get from the yellowpages.com. And what I do is I go to yellowpages.com and I type in an MLM company, maybe Amway, Shackley, Herbalife, Mary Kay, and I just find a rep and I send them a postcard and I say, Hey, I found you on Yellow Pages. It said that you were a Mary Kay rep. Not sure if you're still doing that, but I know you could crush it at this. And I just Send them the postcard in the mail. And I guarantee that gets their attention. If they're happy with what they're doing, they're going to take your postcard and 
throw it up in the trash. But if they're not, they're at least going to be curious. And I guarantee they're going to check out your website, which to me is an exposure, which is smart. So I get one a day from the yellow pages. Another thing I do is I subscribe. I don't encourage this to a lot of people, uh, but I'll tell you what I do. I subscribe to a lot of mailing lists about working from home. Uh, now, if you have a hard time focusing on one thing, don't do that because you'll be in a thousand different businesses. But the reason that I do it is because I want people to mail me their marketing stuff for two reasons. Number one, that fool's going to get something back to him in the mail from me, uh, my marketing message. But number two, I like looking at marketing materials that people are using. It just gives me ideas for layout. Uh, for different postcards, different things. But if you know, if, if you know you're going to get 100 pieces of mail and you're going to want to join every opportunity, do not do that. But if you like to study what other people are doing, like here's an example. This is someone from another company. I don't know who this is. They're in Young Living. I do not promote them. I'm not saying join Young Living. Uh, this is just an example. But this is a little uh, brochure they mailed me. Not going to go through it in detail too much, but I wanted to show you. So they basically are talking about their business and all this. Now, the mistake that they made is they put Young Living on there. So what's their prospect going to do? They're just going to go to Google, type in Young Living, buy something off Amazon or eBay, or buy it from another rep. So I don't, I don't recommend you ever put HB Naturals on your marketing material ever because people are going to go to Google. They're going to bypass you. Uh, not a good idea. You want to keep it generic. Use a link like I did on this. Shop with Chuck, that just forwards to HBN Powerline uh, with a question mark postcard so I know where people are coming from. <coughs> so I get um, one a day from the Yellow Pages. So if you're going to send three postcards a day, that's a, it's about a dollar a day marketing cost. And if I was only going to do one marketing thing, especially for people who are not internet savvy, this is easily the best. Easily. Easily the best. Especially if you don't, if you're overwhelmed by, you know, Craigslist, if you're overwhelmed by solo ads and all that stuff, it just goes way over your head. I guarantee you anyone can, and you don't have to lick a stamp nowadays, they're self-adhesive. You could do postcards. So you do three a day, that's 100 a month uh, with postage. That's going to cost you about 35 bucks a month for the, for the stamps. It's going to cost you about five bucks a month maybe for the postcard. So you're looking at about 40 bucks a month for 100 exposures. That's about 40 cents an exposure. That's pretty good. Uh, I pay at least that much per click uh, when I do online advertising. So it's very cost effective. Now, summarize, you're getting, you're getting one name from the yellow pages. <clears throat> Maybe you subscribe to um, different mailing lists like I do. Uh, you can also buy names. I don't really recommend that for the most part, but you could buy a mailing list. Uh, just go, you could go to Google and type in uh, business opportunity leads, peel and stick labels. And then you could put one of those on there. Another thing you could do, you can go to Google and you can search for other network marketers or even better, you can go to like a blog, like a really successful, popular blog, and you can find the owner's contact information. You can stick your little business thing on there. You could even send one of these to a local business every day. What would you say to someone like that? I'd write a note. Hey, I know you have a very successful lawnscaping business, uh, but I'm sure you're looking for an exit strategy or a plan B. You might want to check this out. And then just sign your name, handwrite that little note, put the stamp on it, mail it out. Who knows? Maybe that owner is so tired and burnt out from their business, they're looking for something right then. And that's a good prospect uh, because they've invested a lot of money in a business. They're willing to work hard. They're long-term thinkers. 
small business owners are great prospects uh, for this business for that reason. So postcards is one strategy that you can use. Now, I like the handwritten notes postcards better than just ordering 5,000 postcards that are all done and you just stick a label and stamp on. The reason I like that better, uh, number one, it's personalized. So personalized, in my opinion, makes a big difference. People who get a postcard in the mail, like I got one today. I'll show it to you. I should cover the website because I ain't telling anybody to go do this. I'm just trying to show you guys a postcard. But I got a postcard today. This is actually from someone I know. Um, nothing fancy. But I'll tell you one thing. If he would have had his address right here, that fool's getting one of these right back in the mail. And the reason that I do that is the people who mail me stuff, I know they're willing to spend money on marketing. I know they understand business. They already have a business. Uh, and they're probably looking for um, another income opportunity. So they're a great prospect if you do the reverse mailing. Now, I got a guy. I've been on this guy's mailing list for like seven years. This guy mails me religiously every single month. I've never bought anything from him. But every time he mails me, he gets one right back. It's almost like we're playing postcard wars with each other. Well, he just happened to sign up in my business today. I sent him a postcard about four days ago. He signed up in this today, and he, he ordered something right on the spot. And I guarantee if this guy decides to build it, he's going to kill it because he's got the contacts. He's willing to do marketing. He's a great prospect. He's going to be a great builder. So that's why I like to use postcards to really focus on targeted prospects, quality prospects. You don't want to just send it out to three random people. You want to say, look, who are the best three people I can send a postcard to today? Maybe, like I said, you get one from the Yellow Pages. Maybe you do a reverse mailing on one person. Maybe you go on the Yellow Pages and you look for a non-network marketer, maybe a realtor. Uh, we covered good leads the other day. Maybe a insurance person, maybe a mortgage broker, someone who works on commission. Uh, and you mail them one and you just make a little personalized note. Hey, Joe, you know, <clears throat> hey, Joe, I got your business card on the racetrack bulletin board. Uh, I know you're probably successful in business, uh, but if you're ever looking for a plan B or a second income stream, check this out. You'd kill it. That's the most important line on that at the end. You got to say you'd be really good at this or you'd kill it with this or you'd crush it with this. Um, that just kind of piques people's curiosity. But that's reverse prospecting. It works very, very, very good. So if you're not. If you're not internet savvy, this is something, even if you are internet savvy, this is something everyone should do because everybody loves to get mail. I mean, when was the last time you got something in the mail like that? How many you get a year like that? One, two, maybe three? Compare that to how many times you get pitched today by email, by Facebook, uh, by search engines. There's just so much less competition when you do that. Than when you try to do the online thing and I do a ton of postcard marketing I don't talk about it a lot because it's not sexy and it costs me a little bit more per PEM per person that I sign up but it's very effective and they're much better quality uh, than an online prospect why well <clears throat> number one they got something in the mail and they were intrigued enough that they turned on their computer or their phone and they went to my website and then they filled that information out. They weren't just browsing the internet uh, to begin with, you know, going through the surfing and spending time here and spending time there. So they're a good prospect. So just something worth thinking about. I would not copy my postcard. You can get, just get creative, just make something, make sure you have something on there that makes yours different. If you come up with a first draft and you want to run it by me, I'll give you some pointers on it. You know, this just sticks out. I would say get healthy and wealthy. That appeals to 99% of the people. 
CEO of fun. People are going to say, see that and say, what the heck, what the heck is CEO of fun? That sounds pretty cool. I'd like to do that. And I, you know, I give them a little description, what it's about, give them a couple ways to get a hold of me. And then that works. Now, another thing I do on these postcards, now these eight, I got eight, you can see they're all filled out. I just haven't, I haven't written the message yet. These are eight pieces of mail that I got today from people um, between my PO box and my home address. Like I said, I subscribe to a lot of these things because I want these people to send me their mail. Now this bothers some people. They don't like getting mail, whatever. So if that's you don't do that. But if you like getting mail, I never run out of prospects because I get about this many every single day in the mail between five and 10 people who are sending me something. And they, all I do is mail them back and they got my name somewhere. And I'm telling you, chances are they're not making a ton of money in their program and they're looking for something better. And I believe uh, what we have here is totally awesome. So that's just one idea. I don't want to ramble on that too much. Another thing I do, and I've shared this before, but I know we have a lot of new people here. I get these address labels. Let's see if it auto focuses. Kind of. Right there. So these are my address labels. And you can see the last line, it's five lines. The last line is my shopwithchuck.com website. Now, every piece of mail that I send out, that's on there, even on my postcards. I slap one of my address labels on it. Pretty cool. Now, check this out. I wasn't prepared for this, so I'm going to show you. Check this out. This is something I, oh, going back to these address labels real quick. I bought like 500 of these on eBay. I think I paid, I think I paid about 20 bucks with free shipping for, for a bunch of them. They're a couple cents a piece, like three, four cents a piece. But you know, if you, if all you did was put one of these on every single piece of mail that you sent out when you pay your bills or whatever, that's another exposure because someone's got to open that um, letter. And I'll tell you this, how many pieces of mail do you get with an address label with a photo of someone's face? How many? One a year, one a lifetime? It's just a great way to really stand out. And it's a simple passive marketing strategy. It's just another exposure. And I guarantee, they, I can't guarantee they'll go to your website, but I guarantee your photo is gonna get their attention enough that they're at least gonna look. And that's all you can ask. You, can, you, know, you can't really control what someone does, but at least you wanna give yourself a fair chance. Um, for success. Another thing I did, I got this on eBay for like six, seven bucks. And I'll, I'll show you. This is a stamp that I use. Nah, right. There we go. It doesn't look pretty, but this is a stamp that I use. It's got my name, my return address. I'm going to stamp this and then show you. If you don't want to go the address labels, this is even cheaper. You can get a little custom stamp made for like, it's less than 10 bucks, even with shipping on eBay. And you can have your address, your name, and your little website on there. You can see with this one, I use an even different domain because I track my stamper. And I test it compared to how many I get with my, with my address label. Because I test everything. I just want to see what works better. And this works very, very well. And seven of the, I mean, for about 10 bucks, I think this lasts like, a thousand stamps. I've used this, I believe, for two years and I've only changed the ink once. So it lasts a long time. It's very cheap and it's just one more way you can do that. Pretty cool. Now, some people are scared about putting their address on there. If you're scared about putting your address, get a P.O. box. Pretty simple. 
I like having my address on there. It doesn't bother me at all. If people want to come visit me, come on. I'm going to sign your butt up if you stop by. So that's cool. Another thing you can do. So we talked about uh, reverse <coughs> We talked about reverse prospecting a little bit. Now, I do the same thing. Now, people are going to call me crazy. But if someone sends me a message to my email account, and it's, uh, I kind of take it like a spam or whatever, or I'm not interested, every single person. And I don't mean one or two. I mean every single person every day. It's probably at least 50 a day. I just respond back. I always respond back to every freaking email. And I just will say, no, thank you, or I'll pass for now, or I'm happy, I'm happy with what I'm doing. And then I have an email signature on my email account that every single person sees. And, you know, people will laugh. But, you know, if you do that, just to say you did that 10 times a day, five days a week, that's 2,500 exposures per year that took you maybe one or two hours to reply to all those emails and you potentially making that many exposures and a percentage of those people, they are going to read the PS line, the signature in your email. And they, if you make it interesting and they're going to go check out your link, that's a fact, not all of them, but a percentage of them will. And if even 10 or 20 of them become a pre-enrollee, would you spend one or two hours to get 10 or 20 pre-enrollees? I would. So that's just one more thing. That's reverse prospecting. If someone, um, if someone sends you like a text, even if you ain't interested, you better text their little butt back because that's a good prospect. They, they, they're willing to do marketing for their business. Reply back and say, hey, man, I'll pass for now. Thanks for reaching out. You might want to check this out. You probably make even more money with this. And just leave it at that. If they're interested, great. If they're not, leave them alone and move on. Uh, another thing is phone. If you call me and pitch me on your business, let me tell you right now, you're going to be signing up in HP Naturals because what you got is trash compared to what we got here because uh, I believe that. So that's reverse prospecting, and I, I love doing that because the people you're talking to are great quality prospects. They're business-minded. Most of them already believe in network marketing. They've got some training under their belt. Yeah, maybe they got a little bit of baggage. We all do, but hopefully not much. And it's a lot better than someone who's never done network marketing, and you have to convince them that the business model is legitimate. So that's why I like to focus on those people and do um, reverse prospecting. The next thing I wanted to do is I just wanted to share what uh, a gift that corporate got us just to kind of show you what corporate does. Now, I know when Will hit the 10K gift, they got him concert tickets to Chris Brown and they got him tickets to New Orleans Saints Monday Night Football. Now, that's pretty badass. Um, and what corporate does is they don't give the same gift to every single person. As you move up through your cumulative earnings at 5K, 10K, 25K, 50K, as it goes on, uh, you start to get gifts. And it's, it's based upon what the CEO knows about you. So as you move up through the ranks, you're probably going to build some kind of relationship with the CEO and the corporate leadership team because they like to reach out to the leaders and people who are really shaking and baking. So what they got me, I don't know if I got them right over there. My other gifts. Uh, yeah, I do. I can show you those too. Uh, what, corporate, what corporate got me for my 25K gift, we got 20 tickets to the Tampa Bay Lightning. 10 games, two tickets a game, 20 tickets. My wife and I, we got season opener, three preseason, six regular season uh, for hitting 25K. If you add up what those tickets would have cost, it's probably somewhere around three grand. So that's a pretty nice gift. And my wife and I love hockey, so we're going to be going to all those games. Um, but as you make more and more money, they do some really nice things for you. 
My 5K gift was a men's stainless bracelet, which is nice. I don't wear jewelry, but I got it over there. I don't, I don't feel like walking over there. And then for a 10K gift, they got me this major bling uh, sterling necklace. I don't wear bling, but I kept it just because, you know, I might wear it to the next event. I mean, it's, it's a big humdinger statement piece, uh, sterling necklace. Then for the 25K gift, they got us the hockey tickets. And I'm not saying this to brag at all. I'm just letting you know that as you perform, and make more and more commissions, the company does some really cool things to let you know they appreciate what you're doing to help grow the company, which is which is cool. Hey, we all want to feel appreciated. I know I do. I'm sure you do too. Next thing. Okay, so we covered the postcards. We covered the address labels. I've got another postcard I had my designer do. That I will post in the group. I think I posted it once, but I'll post it in the group after this or, or below this. Um, and then Shayla wanted Shayla wanted me to post a picture of this. I'll do that after this Facebook Live. I just want to see what you guys got for questions before I go through anything else. Let me just scroll down here. If you got a question, type it in. No, no questions yet. Well, that's good. Questions, but, but I like questions. So... <clears throat> at the end of the day, I tell people what what you're really doing is this. And I know we got to do this. We got to get this whiteboard thing fixed. Hey, thanks for the love. That's pretty cool. But this is what you're doing. That circle is a pond of prospects. Those lines are all your fishing lines. Now, I can assure you, if you have those six fishing lines in the water, your likelihood of catching fish is a lot better than if you have one fishing line in the water. So people ask me, what's my key to lead generation? Well, it's not one thing I do. It's the synergy, the, the combination of all the things I do. It's the reverse mailing. It's the email signature. It's the postcards. Uh, it's the reverse prospecting. It is the solo ads. It's the Craigslist. It's my blog. It's YouTube, podcasting, Facebook. It's a little combination of all those things, and they synergistically work together. And if one of them dried up, it wouldn't be the end of the world. I'd, e I'd either just replace it with something else, or I would just focus on my other lead generation strategies. The next thing I want to talk about were the, the PEMs. And you can't see it on there real well, but you can kind of see it. And for the rotator, I owe Angie 17 left. I owe Victor 24, Luann 24, Jessica 24, and Earl 25. And that's everybody uh, from the rotator. And then I have other people. We've done some special deals or a contest or whatever I owe them to. Now, once those people are filled, which should be about probably two days from now, by the end of the month, I'm going to start filling the PEMs from the event that we did. And I've got everybody's name right here in my little binder. So I'll, those will be filled very quickly, probably by the 3rd of September. Everybody should have their, their 10 PEMs or very close to it. Uh, so that's coming along good. We moved about six, maybe 700 PEMs in the last two days. I mean, it's been crazy. We've, we've done a ton of ads to get that in. Uh, it's working. So let's see if anybody's got any questions. I'd like to have at least one question. Still no questions. You guys are just cool. Well, those are the big things. The Craigslist. Craigslist is working uh, good for me. I've had a lot of people ask me how many ads should I place, and I would tell people two to three ads. That's it. You don't need 50 accounts. 
where you're placing three ads in every city. If you're doing two to three ads, which is like, depending on where you advertise, that could be anywhere from 20 to 50 bucks a month between the two ads. Uh, so it should be very affordable. And that should generate you a pretty good amount of leads. If you're do I would say if you're doing two ads a month, you should be averaging at least one PEM a day between those ads. That's pretty good. I mean, I'll spend 30 bucks all day long to get 30 PEMs because that would take me hours and hours and hours if I was doing it out on the streets with my feet. So it's just a good way of working smart. And we talked about that the other day. You got to have an automated way to get leads in addition to all the things that you're doing because ideally you want to be able to get leads even while you're sleeping. Otherwise, you have to keep hustling and it never stops. And you, the day you stop hustling is the day your leads dry up. So pretty simple stuff. Get creative, do some different things, track what you're doing. Don't be, you know, don't be scared to do something and fail. A lot of the stuff I do, it doesn't produce a good result, but I tried it. I learned something from it. I tweak it. Maybe I try it one or two more times. Maybe I do it again. Um, a lot of things I've tried that failed, they failed the first time, but after the second or third time of doing it, I figured it out and it worked. So people are so scared to fail, I don't know why. I mean, as an entrepreneur, we're naturally taking risk. Now it can be calculated risk and it can be minimized risk, but you know, if even if you fail seven out of 10 things you try, the other three more than likely are gonna make up for it and make it worth your time. So just don't be scared to do, to try different things. And if you're not sure if this marketing strategy would work, run it by me. I have done every dumb thing you can imagine in 17 years of marketing. So if you want to, if you're thinking about trying something, run it by me. You don't need to go buy one of these fancy systems that people are pitching. I had someone share that with me today. Hey, should I use this system to grow my business? I'm like, dude, we got a free system with HBN with free capture pages, with free follow-up messages. All you have to do is promote that link. You can use, you can try one of these systems but it's not going to do anything because you have to go promote that system just like you would have to promote your HBN Powerline link. So you'd run into the same dilemma that you have now. If you don't know how to promote your Powerline link, you're not going to be able to promote the link of a system to grow your business. I mean, it's just it's, it comes down to marketing. Marketing is the key here. Lead generation, having a few ways to get leads. Let's see if anybody else has a question before we do this. Okay, yeah, great question. Um, so let's just do that. Mariah said, uh, I'm trying to place an ad on Craigslist and I'm confused which category since it isn't a job. If you place it under jobs, uh, under sales, and then if you use the ad that we gave you or a version of it, it even says specifically in it, this is an income opportunity, not a, not a job position. So it's, it's not misleading at all. That's just the category you have to put it in. So because they don't have a business opportunities uh, place to put it. So hopefully that makes sense. Another thing, last thing, cross cross recruiting. I mean, we, we had to block someone yesterday. I'm getting ready to block a couple more people. If, you know, if, if you want to be in multiple deals, that's cool. I don't ever tell anybody, you know, what, what they can and can't do. If you want to talk to the people that you've sponsored about whatever, that's cool. But don't go and reach out to the other people in the group that aren't part of your team that you didn't bring in about different businesses. Please don't do that because you wouldn't want that done to you. I mean, it's just common sense. You know, Victor, as an example, I mean, he, he's not guilty. He didn't do anything, but I'm just using him as an example. Victor would not like it if I went to all of his entire team and said, hey, come join me in this instead. 
he'd be like, damn, you just took my whole team uh, that I built. So, so don't, don't go and try to recruit people into other things. It's just, it's just not cool. If you want to do multiple things like I have, I tell people I have other income streams. They're not, they're not MLM, but I have even, man, my face is frozen. There we go. But I have even cut back on my income streams because I realize, hey, focus is key. It's hard enough to build one successful business. I don't care if it's HBN, a gym, a barbershop, whatever. Once you spread yourself thin and try doing two, three, four, five things, I have not met anybody who tried doing two, three, four, five things at a time who made a lot of money. I have met a lot of people who built one business first and then they diversified a little bit. But if you're, if you're trying to do like three, four, five MLMs and you want anyone to take you seriously, Good luck with that, because I'm gonna people are gonna look at you like, damn, you can't even pick one thing. You gotta do five companies. Should I do five companies too? That's that's what your prospects gonna think. I know it's harsh, maybe it comes across as mean, but it, it's just the truth. People, if you want people to take you seriously, they are looking for someone who is focused, who is committed, who knows where they're going, who knows who they are. You know, the success train is is moving on. That's what people want to work with. They don't they don't want to work with a flake who can't commit to anything. They, it's it's the truth. I don't know one good person who would want to join someone that's in five things. They'd be like, dang, man, five, four, three even. That's a lot of things that you're focusing on. Uh, it just leads to confusion. So I see someone else posted something here. Let's get that. Hey, Callie, choo-choo. Yes, I agree. And sorry this happens to people. Hey, you know what? If, if it hasn't happened to you yet, you just, just wait. You haven't been in the industry long enough. Uh, it does happen. And that's why relationships are um, so important because if your team is loyal to you, ain't no one going to take them. I, I remember when I was in Amway and I use this, I use Amway a lot is because it was my first company. But when I was with them, you could have paid me money and you couldn't have recruited me into something else because I was loyal to my team. I was loyal to my upline. I was loyal to the company. Now, <coughs> not everyone thinks that way. But I'm loyal to my team over everything. I'm, I'm pretty loyal, fairly loyal to a company, but I'm 100 times more loyal to the team. That's, that's more important. And you want to be looking out for your people, your tribe, as we call it. Because if you don't have a relationship with them, if you're not friends, if you haven't gone the extra mile and helped them, they will be the first to bail when they think something better comes along. It might not be better. They might just think it's better. But if you have a relationship with them, they're, they're going to say, you know what, Chuck has put a lot of time and money into helping me. Or uh, Callie has spent a ton of time helping me do launch parties and home parties and three-way calls and closing people for me. I'm, I'm staying with her. So that, that's what you want to do uh, with your team. You want to really – and Will, like I said, I say Will a lot for examples, but Will is the best at this. I'm trying to be like him when I grow up. But he, you know, his team loves him because he's so loyal – uh, because he does so much to help them. And that's what you want to do uh, with your team. And I will close it with that. I said I was going to close it with that, but I'm going to close it with this. We had someone today who uh, changed sponsors. And, and folks, I'm going to tell you this. Changing sponsors is like the dumbest thing you can do, truthfully. Um, because your sponsor is not going to be who makes you successful. You're going to be the one who makes you successful. And if you don't have a good sponsor, it doesn't matter. There's someone in your upline support team that you can work with that can help you and coach you and guide you. So 
don't be in the business of just going and changing sponsors. Now, if you want to shop for a sponsor before you join something, I respect that. It makes a lot of sense. But once you join something, trying to switch a sponsor, it's just stupid. I mean, do you want all of your team to go switch sponsors? That's, that's what I tell people. That's the easiest way to explain it. Would you want everyone you've signed up to go look for a new sponsor? And hopefully the answer is no. So don't be in the business of, of trying to change sponsors after you join. Um, put that thought into it before you join. And if you have a sponsor who doesn't do anything for you, let that be your motivation. Let, let that be, hey, I'm going to show this dude or this gal what they're missing out on. And I'm going to build such a big team, they ain't never going to get paid on all my work. Because, uh, so, so let that motivate you rather than say, um, oh, I need to go find a new sponsor because my sponsor didn't put 15,000 people on my team or he didn't return my call in three minutes um, because his phone was ringing. So don't be in the business of, of, of sponsor shopping once you've joined something. Once you've joined, man up, woman up, take responsibility, start building your business. If they don't help you, folks, most people who are successful in this industry, they have a crappy sponsor. That is a fact. I think having a good sponsor is actually bad because it because they do so much for you that they don't force you to step out of your comfort zone sooner. If your sponsor is returning your calls, you're part of the 1%. If your sponsor is actually signing up people, you're one of the 1% or 2% in the industry who have someone as a sponsor who knows what they're doing. Most people do not have that luxury. So don't take them for granted if you have that because most of us don't. Um, and then you want to, of course, be that sponsor for your people. You want to be the things, even if your upline stinks. Um, even if you're upline and you have a personality conflict, don't, don't let something stupid like that blow you out of the business. I see it all the time. People leave, oh, my upline, they, they do things differently than me, so uh, whatever, I'm going to quit. And I'm like, dude, what's wrong with you? Just go find someone else to work with. Go, go upline even further or just build your own business and not worry about it. But... People are funny. They want to put the blame on everything and everyone but themselves. But you do not need a magical sponsor to be successful here. You have so many people in this Facebook group that will help you, whether they've sponsored you or not. Just reach out to one of them. It can be cross-lined. It don't matter. Uh, if one of you wants my help, call me. I don't think your sponsor is going to be upset. If I sponsored you and you don't like me, I, I, I'm hearing that a lot from people. Reach out to Will. Reach out to someone else on the team, and they can coach you. Be, they'd be glad to. Uh, you're, you're not always going to personally agree with, with everything with your sponsor. It's just, folks, we got to put on our big boy pants and our, our big woman pants, and, you know, it's, it's petty. But people are people, and I understand it happens. But it's just crazy. <clears throat> yeah, Callie said my sponsor has made me step out of my comfort zone. That's what a good sponsor does. A good sponsor does not do everything for you. All right, that just creates a welfare mentality. You don't want that. A good sponsor holds you accountable. They lead by example. They point you to the resources that you need. They don't give you all the answers. And here, here's something else, you know. If, if you don't know something, don't call your sponsor first. Have some initiative and go try to find the answer first. Because a good sponsor is not going to give you the answer. They're going to be like, well, have you watched this video? Like, I'll give you an example. If someone calls me, how do I move someone out of the Holton tank? Well, I know they haven't gone through the getting started training. They haven't watched the corporate training videos or they wouldn't even have that question. Or if someone talks to me about, hey, what script should I use? I know they haven't gone through the Facebook group. They haven't gone through the getting started training. Uh, they haven't done the initiative that they should have done before they just called me. So that's my challenge to everybody. Before you call your sponsor, your upline, 
try to find the answer yourself because here's what happens. As your team grows, you know, some of you, you, you feel really awesome because you have five or six people calling you for help, and that's great. But here's the problem. When your team gets to 20,000 people, do you really want 20,000 people calling you <clears throat> every single day, even while you're on the toilet, because they want to know how to move someone or they want to know how to navigate the back office or how do we get paid? You do not want that. My phone rings so much, I've almost grown to hate it uh, because 95% of what people call me about we froze again. Hopefully it'll come back on. But 95% of the things that people call me about, if they just used a little bit of initiative, they could have found the answer easily themselves. And our job is to train people to, to look for the answer themselves. Otherwise, you will have a team that is 100% dependent on you, and you do not want that. You want people who are independent of you. And now, it's okay if people call for help sometimes. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying try to find the answer yourself first. Go to that HB Naturals training site. If you don't know what it is, just Google it, HB Naturals training site. Uh, you can go to the Zen Desk. Almost every question imaginable is on there. You can go to the Facebook group. What a great idea. Post a question in the Facebook group and let one of many different people answer it. Go to the Facebook product group and post a product question there. That's great, but try to find the answer yourself first so that when your people call you, you know where to point them rather than just giving them the answer. Otherwise, people are always just going to depend on you. So with that, I see everybody's getting off the call. I appreciate your time. If you have a question, hit me up. Thanks for being on the team. Let's finish the month strong. I know we can crush it. Uh, I'm here to help. Reach out anytime. Have a great day, and happy Thursday. Take care.